Hey ladies, it's your girl Java with Joey here to serve your weekly refill. I hope you are enjoying our time together as much as I am. It's an absolute honor to be invited into your personal time every week. Hopefully you found that very special space that allows you the time to truly be refilled. I believe that as um, you partner with me to build this safe haven for women all around the world, we all become benefactors. Um, I'm reminded of a passage of scripture in the book of Acts when it speaks of how the community brought all they had to the table and each one took as they needed. Java with Joey eagerly awaits to become that space that we all can come and find what we need. Let's kick off today's episode with some facts. Six things every woman should know from the American Heart Association. Number one, get those annual checkups. Um, tell your doctor if you've had pregnancy complications. Um, get enough sleep. We need to learn to do that. Get enough sleep. Uh, one of the things that we have been focusing on lately is stress. So you have to learn how to tame your stress. Find you a good doctor. Find you a good health partner. Um, and know the symptoms of a heart attack, which are nausea, vomiting, um, jaw, neck, upper back pain, chest pain, but not always, um, pain or pressure in the lower chest or the lower abdomen, shortness of breath, fainting, indigestion, and extreme fatigue. And I know these symptoms can be all over the place with other um, diagnosis or other conditions, but we just want to know, we want to be in the know, right? So those are the six things every woman should know from the American Heart Association. And then there's seven signs of a healthy heart. Um, the, the heart rate should normally range between 60 to 100 beats per minute. Your blood pressure should be 120 over 80. Your energy level should be fueled with enough energy to maintain an active lifestyle. Um, your cholesterol healthy levels are, they're very important. They're vital to your cell production. Um, quick recovery rates. You know, the ability to rebound quickly after that intensive exercise. Um, you know, make sure you can catch your breath after you climb the stairs, right? Um, and good oral health and healthy breathing. Just just check your breathing. That's a good sign to check and make sure everything is going well with our hearts, ladies. So that's the seven signs of a healthy heart. And a healthy heart, blood flows from one way through the heart due to heart valves, which prevent backflow. The heart 
is enclosed in a protective sack. And the wall of the heart is made of three layers. The heart pumps blood with a rhythm determined by a group that is called like pacemaking cells. So, okay, ladies, I have a question for you. Who has the bigger heart between men and women? Shockingly, by ratio, a woman's heart and some of its chambers are smaller. In fact, a man's heart can be up to 80% bigger than a woman's. And guess what? The walls that divide um, some of the chambers are really thin and the veins are, are even finer. So those emotional walls aren't really as hard as we think to come down, right? Also, a woman's heart pumps faster than a man's heart. But a man's heart ejects more blood with each pump. Now let's ponder that for a moment. Um, as, a, as women, we're moving faster, right? At a higher rate, but eject less. Wow, now that is eye-opening. And stress causes a woman's pulse rate to rise, leading to more blood being pumped, constricting the arteries, and leading to a rise in blood pressure. Now, matters of the heart is the most important, basic, or fundamental essence of an issue, problem, or a matter at hand. See, in classical physics, the in general chemistry, matter is any substance that has mass and takes up space by adding volume. All everyday objects that can be touched are ultimately composed of atoms which are made up of interacting subatomic particles. And in everyday life, as well as science, um, the usage matter generally includes atoms and anything made up of them. Although matter is found in everything, it has common states in which it can physically it can physically it can change physically without changing its atomic structure meaning chemically water is H2O whether it's a gas liquid or solid physical changes are related to changes in the immediate environment, such as temperature, pressure, or other physical forces. But chemical changes occur 
when the bonds between atoms in a compound are created or destroyed. Generally, the basic chemical structure does not change when there is a physical change, except in extreme cases where the environment has impacted, it's, it's been impacted by this powerful element. So now let's now we know the facts. So let's let's jump right into this power field chat. This episode matters of the heart. The sound of your heart fill the room as the doctor asked your parents, "Are you ready to hear your baby's heartbeat?" And as they stood there in awe, simply nodding their heads, yes, this thunderous sound of galloping horses filled the room. Your heartbeat was the first sound you made in the world. Yeah, you were powerful from the very beginning of life. The heart is the most delicate tissue within the body, yet most powerful as it gives the rhythm of life. As issues that matter flow from the heart, they influence how the body functions sending messages to our brain that prompts our senses to react, to respond, to retreat, to the emotion the heart is feeling. The four chambers of the heart, there's there's four chambers of the heart, two upper, the receiving chambers for incoming blood, and two lower discharging chambers that pump blood out of the heart. Listen, I love the way we were created with balance. You have everything inside of you. You are equipped to handle whatever life throws your way. Our hearts can equally receive and discharge. The receiving chambers of the heart serve as a receptacle as it's an organ that collects the blood. We must take note here that we receive when you receive you 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 also receive things that cause you to suffer you receive experience you receive treatment receiving is not always something good but it always works for your good 
So here we come through the experiences that give wisdom. And that's coupled with treatment that builds your character. Now, while on the other hand, you have matters that you are holding on to that can simply be discharged as easily as they were received. Wow. So what you're holding on to, those grudges, bitterness, unforgiveness, has a way out. There is a valve created that allows these issues that you've been carrying to flow out from where it's been confined for all these years. So you can officially tell the matter at hand that it's not working for your good, that it must leave through the chambers marked discharge. So, Joey, you mean to tell me that our hearts are set up to receive, are set up to relieve something that oppresses me? So, you're not required to do anything but let the natural workings of the heart unload stress. Yeah, girl, you can just take a good sip of that coffee or tea and let the wondrous workings of your heart do what it was created to do. Now, I might be reading too much into this because we're having this dialogue and this conversation because I'm a stickler for details. I love to research. It's important to have a full understanding. So, so here we go. I want you to journey with me through this. There are four chambers of the heart. There's two upper chambers for receiving and two lower chambers are for discharging. Now, these chambers are lower in a position less than. So that tells me that the anger, bitterness, rejection, resentment that is causing me to descend from my rightful place needs to be purged because it's literally already beneath what I need to receive. The condition of the heart is like any other organ. It's, it's difficult to determine because all of the various symptoms could easily be misdiagnosed, right? We know that. But let's talk about the conditions of the heart. The leaky heart. A leak is when an item accidentally loses or admits contents through a hole or a crack. It's when something enters or escapes through 
an opening usually by mistake. The heart has four valves, right? Which consists of flaps that open to let blood flow in one direction as it moves through the chambers of the heart. Then the valves close to keep the blood from flowing backwards into the chamber it just left. Any of the four valves can become leaky, meaning that just after the heart squeezes and pumps blood forward, some blood will leak backward through the valve. Frequently, a leaky heart valve causes, it causes no symptoms. Many healthy people have one or more valves that are slightly leaky. But if the heart valve leak is severe, it may be, it may impair the forward flow of blood, which could lead to congestive heart failure. But there's there's great news out there scientifically. The, the Stanford healthcare expert heart surgeons say they have created a new technique that repairs the heart valves with a minimal invasive invasive procedure. And this innovative repair technique uses your own healthy tissue to repair damaged valves. See, the surgeons linked the diseased or the weak part of the damaged valve to a healthy structural intact portion of the heart. And guess what, girl? They even seal it with a ring to ensure that it properly functions. And afterwards, the repaired valve will perform and look just like a healthy valve. Then we have conditions of the heart that are clogging us. We're, we're blocked off the heart blockage. Your heart muscle gets the blood it needs to do what it needs to do from your arteries. The blockage, the hardening or the clogging of these arteries are buildup of fatty deposits, cholesterol, um, that begin to clog up the inner walls of the arteries, right? And these, this plaque that's there, it restricts the blood flow to the heart muscle by physically clogging the artery. Now, without adequate blood supply, the heart becomes starved of oxygen and vital nutrients that it needs to work properly. Now, it's levels to these things, ladies. It's levels to this. The mild blockage is about 
20 to 40%. And it causes no restriction to the blood flow. And it's very unlikely that it will even cause any symptoms. And surprisingly, even 40 to 70% is considered moderate, while 50% of the blockage usually does not cause significant limitations to the blood flow either. And so does not cause any symptoms. It's at 70% that it becomes a severe heart blockage. And this degree of narrowing specifically reduces the blood flow among the symptoms such as chest pains and the shortness of the breath. You know, you're you're at a point where your your heart is functioning 30 at only 30% by the time you have the shortening of the breath and the of the of the breath and the chest pains. And at this stage, the blockage has caused symptoms that have to be treated by a bypass surgery. Meaning that your arteries are mainly closed or they're blocked off and a surgeon has to take blood vessels from another part of your body to go around to bypass the blocked artery. It's similar to how when you see an accident on the road and the traffic is piling up and the emergency crew has to redirect the cars around all of the congestion that the surgeons have to redirect your body has to redirect around what part of your heart does not function and go obtain that from another part of your body for your heart to operate. And the common type of this surgery is open heart. That means they have to they have to literally when your chest is cut open and the surgeon is to perform he has to perform surgery on the muscles and the valves and the arteries of the heart. There's no need to look deep into your eyes to see what your heart is feeling. It shows up in your tone of voice. It shows up in your demeanor. It shows up in your posture. So take note of these things, although it may seem minuscule, but it speaks volume. Yeah, it's the mass that's taking up the space. And you need a little more room. You need a little more room. You have to be careful not to fall for the fake it till you make it. Because you might find yourself trapped in this falsehood that somehow became your reality. That causes you to lose precious time that you could have really been living your best life. What is on your heart matters. Therefore, we must diagnose its condition. Are you experiencing a leaky heart? 
are there times when you've worked hard to show your love, but somehow it doesn't seem to be flowing in the right direction? Do you have blockage? Is is there clogging that's hindering you from allowing, uh, allowing you to love and for love to flow freely? Have you bypassed all the signs and now you've reached a level where it's time for you to be cut open and allow the surgeon to perform the mending of the heart? Ladies, we have to get comfortable with just being on the way to becoming. You have to be okay with the in-between. Let's put this another way. You know how we hate that awkward moment of growing our hair out. It's so frustrating because... We'll miss that sassy, short pixie cut, but you really want to rock that bob. And then from the bob, you know, you're ready for it to grow out, but it's not quite long enough to put in a cute ponytail or a messy bun. We go through those processes because it's something that we really want to achieve. We want to change up the hair. We want to look good. And it's worth it in the end, right? Because we really want to look cute. We look so cute, we can't stop taking the selfies because our hair is laid, right? So it's just like that, that in-between time. It's okay for it to look a little off until it all comes back together and you get the look that you're working towards. So during my devotional study on the life of Jesus, a passage scripture really caught my attention in the book of Luke twice. It was mentioned that Mary, the mother of Jesus, kept this in her heart. I believe her heart recorded the precious moments along with the promises of her beloved son that when his hour had come, she would be comforted. Now this one, ladies, it it caught me by surprise and has spoken volumes of wisdom to me that I'm still downloading. I hope that it does the same for you. Um, Mary, when given instructions about her son that was to come through his birth and life, she kept all these things and pondered them in her heart, meaning she took hold of these things, locked them away for safekeeping so she could think about them, not just in a haphazardly sense, Not just in a random chaotic way, but carefully, especially before making a decision or coming to a conclusion because there was something that she had to face as a mother that needed to somehow make perfect sense in her heart in order for her to endure, to allow 
God's plan to be finished in the earth. We have so beautifully coined the phrase, out with the old, in with the new. But I say, out with the pain, in with the purpose. Purpose outweighs pain. Pain becomes subdued under the authority of purpose, meaning that pain loses its power. It loses its punch. It loses its cut. And purpose brings about the wind that makes you forget that you even lost. It eliminates the impact of that hard punch to the gut. It it heals. Purpose heals the wounds where you were cut so deeply. This is why what you keep in your heart matters. That what you keep in your heart should be beneficial, not detrimental. We have to make room to keep treasures in our hearts, promises of God, life's purpose, seasonal assignments, not false burdens, not dead weight, not unforgiveness. We have to give the heart, we have to give this muscle room to work in our lives to keep the blood flowing properly, receiving love and discharging everything that serves no purpose. Ladies, you matter. The issues of your heart matter. Let's heal well so we can simply unapologetically live. As always, have a great week, ladies. Can't wait to chat with you. Bye.